Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of automobiles, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other things, you know, like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? At rockauto.com, you will save money. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Best of all, Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Today on the Callahan Show, sure, people are jumping, falling from airplanes to their deaths. Sure, there's complete chaos in Afghanistan. But Joe Biden wants you to know that was a long time ago. It was like four or five days ago. Actually, it wasn't. But uh, we'll play you some of the highlights of another disastrous day for Joe Biden, who said he doesn't think we could have handled any better in Afghanistan. Also, General Milley looked in the cameras yesterday and lied his ass off. Is anyone else losing, losing faith? in our military leaders. Also, Max Kellerman's out at first take because Stephen A. just doesn't like him. Jack Morris got suspended indefinitely, as we predicted, and he's going to sensitivity training for being a dumbass. We'll give you the potential new names for the Washington football team. And Turtle Boy continues to fight. He continues to lead the resistance in the battle to allow our children to breathe at school this fall. We will get into that and a whole lot more in today's Callahan Show, brought to you by DCU. Do you love your car but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU, and they can help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy, and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high-rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance, insured by NCUA membership required. All right, Carano, let's do this. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. All right, I, I, I got to start with a confession to uh, you guys, Carano, Turtle Boy. Uh, uh, good morning. Good morning. Um, morning. I got to get this off my chest. Uh, sometimes, you know, we make mistakes and, and we try to hide them. I don't want to hide this. It was, uh, I, uh, 
I drank too much one night. I know you find that hard to believe one night. And, you know, I got in the car. I knew I shouldn't have. I got in the car. I needed more beer. So I got in the car and, uh, on my way to the, the, the package store, I, you know, crossed the yellow line, you know, it happens. And, uh, I hit this little, uh, little minivan and, uh, you know, I killed the family of five. I mean, well, not family of five, four of them. I killed for the, the baby's still alive on life support, but, uh, um, <laughs> I, I, I want to move on because that was like four days ago. It was four days ago, guys. I mean, uh, <laughs> five, it was five days ago. Five days ago. So, I mean. I was wondering what you were getting at there, Joe. Uh, yeah, I know, get it, it was, now. It was, I get it, I get it now. We all make mistakes. It was a long time. Let's be honest. Eventually, we have to move on. I mean, it was four days ago. Uh, don't Haven't you guys ever made a mistake? It's in the past now. We're moving on. I want to yeah, get like to the Red Sox. Maybe five. Maybe the Red Sox. The Red Sox got swept by the Yankees. The Redskins have a, a new. Uh, Going to have a new nickname. Uh, my my man Jack Morris. I told you he's suspended indefinitely. He's going to sensitivity training. We got more important things to get to. So can we just put that behind us? Yes. Yeah, stop Love asking it. me the one question about it, <laughs> and so we can move on. <laughs> can I? Can, can I just say that um, I was wrong? I was wrong about this. I said, this is a setup. This interview with Joe Biden and his friend, George Stephanopoulos, uh, was, uh, hell, it was choreographed. It was set up. He knew what the questions were coming and he still couldn't handle it. Blew it. it, it the, here's, here's how I know that today will be another disaster for the Biden administration because there are no other options. There is no, the, he is incapable of of, of doing anything right, of cleaning up a mess, of even conducting a one-on-one -on -one interview with an old friend who was there to help. Uh, they, they prepared him. They recorded it. It wasn't live. Every question he got, he knew what was coming, and he still couldn't handle it. And to me, I, I, I say this all the time to you guys, the people behind the scenes, whether it's Jen Psaki or Ron Klain or Barack Obama or Susan Rice or Jill Biden— Dr. Jill just must be so, you know, it, it, without hope. It must feel so hopeless. They set this up. They dress him like he's a corpse and then they're the funeral director. Put the tie on, brush the hair, put the makeup on, put him in a chair. Say, you remember George, don't you, Joe? George, yeah, George. Yeah, I remember George. Hey, George. Hi, George. Uh, okay, George is going to ask you about the people falling from the planes. It's, it's, he has to do it, Joe. I'm sorry, he has to do it. It's a question everyone wants to know. What was your reaction when you saw these refugees so desperate to get out of this chaos that you created that they're hanging to the wheels and the, plane, the wings of, of our airplanes and they're falling to their deaths. So he's going to ask you that. Here's what you say. You say, it's heartbreaking. I feel awful for them. You know, we're going to do our best to get our people out. Just give them some cliches. The media will do the rest. They're there to carry your water. They're there to help, Joe. But George, as you know, he loves you. He's on your he's, side. He's on your side. He's on your team. <laughs> he's there to help. So just play along. And he says, oh, okay, play along. Play along. And then they sit him down. And he mentions this iconic image, which will be part of 
America. Yeah. Just like of, people jumping from the towers. A part of history. Thing. Just like the people going up the embassy in, in Vietnam to, to, you know, in the 1975 to yeah. get out of Saigon. Just like you're right, people jumping from the towers. Just like you know, the, the naked girl in Vietnam running uh, in, in, frantically down the street. It's Ben Monk who set himself on fire. In there are it's iconic like, photos yeah. that define, sometimes define a generation. They certainly define a presidency. This is on Joe Biden, and there's nothing he can do about it except maybe show a little compassion, show some concern. He gave the most incredibly callous, uh, mindless, idiotic answer you could give. He dismissed it as old news, essentially, right? That's what he did. He dismissed it. Hold hold, hold on one second. He dismissed it as old news, and I can't imagine a more, a, a, a bigger mistake if you're if you're his handler, if you're his choreographer, which is what his people are doing, if you're propping up this feeble old man hoping to just get him through a 10-minute interview, could there be a worse answer? I mean, no. I, I guess he could have said, who gives a shit? He could have said that, right? Yeah, I don't know why he's not answering any questions after these press conferences. You just <laughs> see his bald. I don't know he's so bald, by the way. Walking away, <laughs> he just goes out there. I mean, at least the Taliban will talk to you a little bit. That's I mean, i got to be honest. Is, am I a traitor if I'm kind of like, borderline team Taliban right now. Like I just, <laughs> yes. I just, they seem yes. a lot more appealing. They don't want to kick me off of social media. They don't think I'm a white supremacist. They, I kind of like their fashion sense. I mean, where do you, Yeah, I'd like and, to go shopping in Afghanistan. It's just, do you want to go with the brown mumu today as, or the black one? As far as I could see, as far as I could tell Turtle Boy, they've only killed one woman who wouldn't cover her face. And That's, I expected a lot more carnage, uh, you know, four days, five days after they took the country. Uh, but here's the most amazing part. We're going to play the answer because I'm telling you, this will live forever. Joe Biden will be long gone. I mean, the whole administration will be long gone. And there will be uh, 20, 30, 50 years from now, news program, podcast, to radio show. Well, I don't be any radio shows. Those will be gone. But... And people say, remember the day Joe Biden dismissed that, that, that epic, that, that, that iconic image of people jumping from the plane and said, ah, that's a long time. Here's the most amazing part. You got to play the clip, Jerry. It was play only, okay, I'm setting it up. It was only two days ago. It was two days ago. Yeah. From when he said it. Two. It wasn't five. No, it was two. 36 hours. They're ahead of us. They're they, like a they, day ahead of us. They haven't found all the parts of that body that, that got destroyed, you know, from the, uh, the, from the jet engine yet. They don't even know who it was that jumped from the, or fell from the plane yet. And this buffoon is saying it was a long time ago, but enough. Okay, let's play the, the clip that will dog him forever, haunt him forever, and we'll, we'll be listening to it, hearing it, talking about it forever. We've all seen the pictures. We've seen those hundreds of people packed into a C-17. We've seen Afghans falling. That was four days ago, five days ago. What did you think <laughs> when you first saw those pictures? What I thought was we're, we have to gain control of this. We have to move this more quickly. Okay, here's here's the if you're again Ron Klain or whoever, uh, Doctor Jill, you are saying what the hell is he saying? All he had to do was say it broke my heart. It hurt. It's sad. It's awful. And these people, I feel so bad for these people. But but the next but you know, and you move on. That was four or five. This guy he actually believes 
It's old news. People jumping from the falling from the plane is old news. It was two days. Well, he's on like a 12 hour schedule. Like he gets up, he works for about two hours, goes back to bed for 10 uh, hours, uh, gets uh, up. So he, his days are actually shorter than ours. But he has some serious anger management issues, this guy. Like I know. With the press, he re- like people are like Trump's mean. At least Trump will play with you a little bit. Biden just gets so mad at Caitlin Collins, like CNN people, George Star. What are you yelling at them for? Like you said, these are your friends. These are your allies. What are you doing, Joe? Be nice. Calm these, down. These, they're on your team, Joe. Here's the most amazing thing, is, and I say this all the time. 50 years in the public eye, in, in Washington, in in politics, you know, 36 or whatever in the, in the, in the um, Senate, eight years vice president, now he's president. Here, here's the problem you have when you've lived the life he's lived, when you, the media has spent their, your whole life kissing your ass, rubbing your feet, helping you, is any question that's slightly hostile, slightly adversarial, annoys him. It's like, what are you doing to me? I'm, I'm, I'm you know, Joe Biden, you're here to help. So Joe, George Stephanopoulos, an old friend, does what he's supposed to do, actually asks a good question. Uh, it wasn't even a good question. It was an obvious question. Yeah, he had to ask it. And, and this grumpy yeah. old man can't handle it. He has, you're right, he has anger issues. He looks annoyed anytime they ask any kind of question, a friendly Gary, question. He doesn't want to talk about this. He wants to talk about the vaccine. That actually happened yesterday. They're like, <laughs> we're having a big press conference. Okay, let's see what Biden's going to say. He came on and talked about masks in school. Like, are you, that's what you're lecturing me about, masks in school? Why don't you do something about, like, thousands of Americans trapped behind American lines, you big dummy? And now I've seen seen it's more than 10. I've seen 10 to 15. I know, 10 to 15. Quick correction on you, Turtle Boy. As I pointed out the other day, press conferences include the press. They include questions. He doesn't do press conferences. He does statements, and then he turns tail and runs like a coward. He's afraid that Yamichi might ask a tough question. He's afraid, you know, that of Caitlin Collins. Uh, it is the, the contrast with Trump is striking. Even Trump's worst enemies have to admit he would have the guts to stand there and take questions. He would be doing, Trump right now, if he were president, would be doing a three-hour press conference every day, just like he did when COVID was raging. He would sit there. He would have generals, perhaps these, this, 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 a whole Millie next to him in Austin, whoever, I don't know, Pence, whoever would be up there with him, but he'd be taking question after question to prove that he was accountable, to prove that he was tough enough to do the job. It is remarkable that we have a president who's talking about the, 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 the cowardice of the Afghan soldiers, the Afghan army, and, and questioning the commitment of Afghan politicians when he doesn't Not have enough the, is being made about that, by the way. When, when he doesn't Not have enough. the balls, he doesn't have the balls to take a question again from uh, from Yamichi from NB, uh, NPR or that idiot from Playboy, that that Cram, Brian Karam, whatever his name is. Karam. Yeah, Karam doesn't have the balls to take a question from these sycophants, and he's questioning the the courage of others. Any, I don't care who you're talking about. This guy doesn't have an ounce of courage in his body. It's pathetic that this is our leader, and. You're right. He does. And this is a political calculation. Whoever his political strategist is behind the scenes said, we have to distract everybody. Go out there and talk about DeSantis. Go out there and take the side of the, you know, the teachers and the school boards that want to mask up children, you know, for, for theater. They've decided that that, I don't know if it's a winning issue, but it's a distracting issue. Let's go out there and make this about kids and masks and going back to school and booster shots. It is amazing that he went out there. Obviously, he's not going to take a question because they wouldn't ask about booster shots. The first question would be, 
There are 10,000 Americans stranded. You're, you're prioritizing, you know, foreigners, Afghans and, and other refugees who stormed the, uh, they, you know, fought their way onto the plane. You're getting them out, but you're doing nothing about American citizens who, who, who pay taxes. I mean, your job is to protect Americans. It was an amazing um, interview with Stephanopoulos, topped only by the press conference with Austin and Milley, when the general, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, the Secretary of Defense, looked into the cameras and lied their asses off over and over again. These are deceitful, uh, uh, dishonest people. What I think they do like I put more thought into moving out of an apartment than Joe <laughs> Biden did to moving out of Afghanistan. There was literally well, no plan. It's well, like maybe you can't call him up like you said on your show a week ago. Like, hey guys, we're gonna we're gonna bounce. So you might want to get over here. Don't you don't want to get caught? Taliban's coming. Might want to get here quickly. There was none of that. It's just like all right, one day we're out. Do they not have gates at the airport? Are there not men with guns to prevent people from jumping onto planes? Like. What the hell is happening? Here's the time. Here's what the timetable should have been. Everybody obviously wants out of Afghanistan. There's no disputing that. We all agree. Get out. Well, except for Bill Crystal. Right. Except ahead. for Liz Cheney and, and Mitt Romney. Yeah. But anyway, the uh, the plan should have been this simple. We get out when all the Americans who want out get to the airport and get on a C-17. Um, there's 10,000, maybe half say they were getting out, maybe half have, you know, Afghan brides and they're comfortable there and they feel like, you know, they're... Life under the Taliban will be fun. Yeah, they could, you know, the Taliban needs, you know, auto mechanics or AC, you know, HVAC people or whatever uh, uh, as well. So, or maybe they're charity, you know, NGO people or, you know, feeding the poor and they want to stay and take their chances. Fine, but that's fine. They could stay. They might end up hostages, but they could stay. The idea that you would do this before notifying every American that you're going to do this, because let's be honest, it wasn't a big surprise. Every president, you know, since since Bush has been talking about getting out and finally we're ready to get out. The plan was in place. You know, it's all Trump's fault. He made the plan. But why would you ever do it before every American was given a chance to get out? It's so bizarre. But hold on. Hold on. This answer could have been, you know, even worse. Obviously, well, there's nothing worse than saying four days ago. No, no. Nothing. But he actually says, I, I just wrote it down, that it couldn't have been handled. Uh, could, he, he answers the question, but couldn't it have been handled better? And he says, no, it could not have been handled any better. I think that's the end of this clip. Hold on. We've all seen it. And we did. So you don't think this could have been handled? This actually could have been handled better in any way? No mistakes? No, I, I, I don't think it could have been handled in a way that there, we, we're going to go back in hindsight and look. But the idea that somehow there's a way to have gotten out without chaos ensuing, I don't know how that happens. I don't know how that happened. So for you, that was always priced into the decision? Yes. Oh, God. It's I don't know how that happened is telling. He said, he said, first he said, I don't know how that happens. I don't know how that happened. It's like his, 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 uh, his, his right. mush brain kind of took to over. And then it's said good, happens. Oh, I know how it happens. You didn't plan. You 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 botched it, Joe. By the way, by the way, Stephanopoulos tweeted that answer out and took out the no. He has the whole answer without the word no. So he you know he's showing Jill that he's still trying to help, but you know this guy's beyond help. That was amazing. We we have images of chaos every and and, and uh, we know. Americans are trapped. Hostage situations are coming. You're right, Turtle Boy. The, the Taliban has been on their best behavior for four or five days, but that ain't going to last. There's a great four-minute p- 
piece from this Clarissa Ward, who's doing an amazing job. She's the idiot who said that they were friendly, but yelling death to America. And she took a lot of crap for that, but you got to give her credit. She's in the middle. He's in the belly of the beast. She's a good looking woman who's who switched wardrobes. Now she's got the hijab and she's walking around the streets of Kabul and they've got these Taliban guys with whips. So if yeah. you're violating anything, you take your mask slips down. It's kind of like the, what they do in Australia now. If your mask slips down, they whip you, and they're going to do in New York. Dancing, Watch me whip. Them. <laughs> did you? Do they have any nays with them? I don't know. It, it, but it's, no, it's, it's a joke. It's a joke. She's she's there in the and and it's scary. You're expecting they they've got AK-47s and you know whips and and and, and the, there's going to be real death and real real destruction soon. And that'll make it worse. And Joe Biden will say, yeah, but that was a long time. That was days ago. It's, it's, it's hard to imagine how we could do it any worse. That's the answer to the question. Um, you know, do you think it could be handled any better? The answer is, could it have been handled any worse? Is there any way you could have done that? I mean, leaving 10,000 Americans, what, <laughs> what, when that came up and in like the meetings. Why, like you said yesterday, sure. why are they on Twitter? I understand that. Like, <laughs> so let me get this straight. Trump was kicked off of Twitter for fomenting insurrection that involved a bunch of grandmothers taking selfies in Nancy Pelosi's office. But this is an actual insurrection that worked and they're allowed on there. So you're yeah. allowed to overthrow it. If you're going to do an insurrection on social media, it has to be successful. Is that the lesson we're learning here? That, yeah, that, that, that's it. And uh, they're not, by the way, uh, they're, on, uh, they're on probation here. Jack Dorsey said... They're on Twitter until they start, quote, glorifying violence. The oh, Taliban, they, the they Taliban. Never, so, never do that, so. so he's, he's warned them. You start glorifying violence, Taliban, you're out, you're off. By the way, McCarano follows their uh their I was PR. forced yesterday. Uh, I did send uh, him a little uh, message. How often does he tweet? Is he one of those annoying people that tweets every five minutes? Sahil Shaheen is who we're talking about. Uh, 18 hours, 18 hours, 18 hours. He had a thread. Uh, no, just a couple times a day, it looks like. What, really? How many followers is he up to? Oh, he was 300-something yesterday. It's 369 today. 369. Did so not respond to my uh, you, invitation you, you, to have him on yesterday. You know what he's going to do? He's going to start plugging products, like, you know, like a, like a Kardashian, my pillow or something. He's going to start plugging Tag things. Him, yeah. yeah, he's going <laughs> to Does he have a MyPillow code? So, so Turtle Boy gets kicked off every, you know, every year or two. But the Taliban is cool. The Taliban's okay. <laughs> Turtle Boy, you know, who exposes GoFundMe Go frauds on Facebook, he gets booted off. Taliban's cool. It, it, well, they don't it, have white rage, Jerry. That's true. That's I a good have point. White rage. We're going to get to that guy. We're going to get to I See, my whole life, I don't know, I've obviously been around longer than either of you guys. I just have this kind of inherent, uh, you know, trust in the military, faith in the military. I, maybe it's a mistake because I'm, you know, some just a right wing troglodyte and I look at the military and I think that's something it, this country's done right. You know, it's a meritocracy for the most part. It's colorblind for the most part. It, it does, it, it, it makes us all feel safe, the U.S. military. Every day now, I'm losing faith in the U.S. military. And again, it's certainly not the, the, the No, this guys. is on the general level and right. the administration level. Absolutely. And I'll, I know it's a cliche now, but the, the, the guys on the ground, the boots on the ground, the, the guys who are uh, actually doing the fighting or doing the training, they didn't lose this war. This was lost by 
by politicians and generals, but that's, I'm repeating myself because this Milley is just a political hack as he showed when he was at that hearing, the Senate hearing, when he started saying, I want to understand white rage and explaining why he reads Ibrahim Kendi, you know, and, and I also read Lenin and Marx and, you know, Mao. I mean, he's just a political hack. He sounded like a college professor just trying to keep his job. It is, and they are totally unaccountable. We just lost a war. Uh, essentially, a tw- our longest war and our most humiliating defeat to a, a, an enemy that had no airplanes, had no helicopters, had no technology. These barbarians from the 6th century just beat the U.S. military in the last 20 years, and nobody pays with their job. Nobody gets demoted. And as we said before, if a, if a private loses his rifle, you know, he gets kicked out of the military. If a general loses the war... He gets like an extra star. He gets, and he retires and gets a job at Raytheon for a million bucks a year. These guys do nothing but fall up. And this guy, Millie, is the best example of all. Here's what he did yesterday. And I don't know if you guys watched it, but this guy and Austin together are just, it's a comedy team. They just take turns lying to the American public and they do it so comfortably. It's, it's not, not surprising that he survived this long. But Millie literally says, he, neither he nor anyone else saw this coming, this quick collapse of, of, the, of the Afghan army and the, and the, and the country, he, you know, didn't see it coming, which is just absurd. We, think, of, think, of the, how the, think of how, tra- uh, how, how false that is, how utterly ridiculous it is that you would say a general in the U.S. Army didn't see it coming. We have been on the ground with these Afghan soldiers for 20 years. We've trained them. We've watched them. We've, hell, just as observers, we know how uh, we've heard the stories about they, they, they can't read, they can't count, they can't do jumping jacks. You know, they don't, their heart is not in it, this, this fight. The idea that they were going to stand and fight and defeat the Taliban was just, it was, was folly and everyone knew it. This general knew absolutely 100% that the that the Afghan army was not going to hold for more than a couple of weeks. Maybe, you know, the fact that it was a couple of days was a little surprising. A little shocking. But there is no way he thought they were going to hold up and defeat the Taliban. He knew the moment we pulled out, it was essentially over, and he just lied. He just lied without thinking twice to the public, to the people, and said... Yeah, nobody saw this and, coming. And I, sh- I know I sent you, uh, I, I texted you the uh, the tweet yesterday of um, CIA uh, specialist who was on um, the Osama bin Laden, like finding Osama bin Laden case. His name is Michael Schur. Yeah. He was on with uh, Majid uh, Nawaz. I, sometimes I watch uh, his program. A month ago, right when Joe Biden was saying there's absolutely no chance that the Taliban will take over, he's he's going on he's going on air at the same time saying there is absolutely no chance the Taliban does not take over if we pull out. <laughs> and Millie knew and it. Millie doesn't know. What Mill- the Mill- Taliban, what were they doing? Are they just hiding behind a mountain, waiting? Just well, they would no. They were slowly. How does that work? They, they were slowly capturing you know towns and cities and villages and 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 moving towards taken over the whole country. Right. Uh, you know, 20 years ago, they didn't control the whole country. This is the first time they've controlled the whole country. They've made great strides in the last 20 years as the U.S. military has been on the ground training the Afghan army. And I realize the Afghan army, uh, Af- Afghan army is pathetic. But the idea that our general didn't know that, didn't 100% know that, is absurd. And, he, and if he's going to lie that brazenly, 
What else is he lying about? I mean, everything? Does the guy just stand up there and lie every yes. day? He's a politician. They all lie. Did you see, uh, either of you guys see Laura Logan last night? She going on with Tucker, one of those long conversations. And she is smart, man, but she lived in Afghanistan. And she laid out the case of how we knew exactly what was going to happen. She talks about, you know, the NSA collects, you know, obviously the, the, they got video satellites and everything else. And they knew 100% that they were preparing the Taliban to, to take over because they knew the supply lines coming into, there's only like one major supply line coming in from Pakistan. They knew they were loading up, you know, with men, with, with guns, with, with the supplies. They knew 100% that this was going to happen the minute we pulled out. Millie knew it. Austin knew it. Biden, you know, again, Biden gets a pass because, I mean, he, he doesn't know what's going on you know, at, at all anyway. Uh, um, but, but, but everyone else in D.C., everyone else in the Pentagon knew this was going to happen and they did it anyway. It's one of the most incredible. I don't know which one of these, you know, New York, uh, these DC insiders are going to write the book because obviously most of them are supportive, but like Bob Woodward or Michael Wolf or uh, which one of them is going to write how this all played out in the days leading up to the uh, surrender, the days leading up to the, the fall of Kabul. But, there has to be some moment where they, we just, we're Biden, I guess. Biden just overrules everyone and said, no, we're doing it anyway. I need a win. I, you know, we're pulling out. And so they explained to him how it would be a disaster and he didn't care. Is that how it went? I don't, I think that the generals are just incompetent, Jerry. We have, I mean, they can't, when's the last time we won a war? 1945. Gulf War doesn't count. 91, that doesn't yeah, count. yeah. Uh, I mean, Grenada, maybe one of those. But bottom line, <laughs> yes, like, I think it's like, Joe ass. Biden is not running the country. Why are we believing that Joe Biden is in charge of anything, that he's making any decisions? He's just, he's literally, his entire presidency is just a coalition of what experts tell him. His entire coronavirus thing is whatever Fauci tells him. His entire foreign policy thing is whatever these woke, dumbass generals tell him. That's it. He's just like, whatever, I will do whatever the experts take. That's what he ran on. That was his brand. He's coming as advertised. All right, here's some, um, Jack Posobiec tweeted this out, and it just made me laugh out loud. And this was after the, the the Stephanopoulos thing, which is, I think, airing in its entirety today. Some uh, the, Those were excerpts. I, I mean, if those, are the, if those are the highlights, man, he's in trouble. And after the general's press conference, um, Biden is telling his staff that he wants to go back to Delaware hasn't been sleeping well, thinks he will be more functional if he stays over at his home in Wilmington. He's going back on vacation. Like today, he's heading back. They not have nice beds in the White House? Um, yeah, yeah. They need a MyPillow? Yeah, they definitely, well, they used to have my pillows, but they don't anymore. They got rid of them. That's probably his problem. Okay. But uh, it is remarkable. He is not fit for the office. He is not up for the job. We all, and we all know it. We we all, all, and they but, have to know it. But we and, joked about it mostly for six months, but now I think the joke is over. I, oh, I, now it's real. I mean, there's enough tragedy in the world between COVID and the stuff that's going on in the Middle East. Like, he's exposed. It's and completely they, and exposed. They should, are, they, are they talking about, the, are they having the same conversation on MSNBC? Uh, it, no, he's starting to not. lose. He's, um, he's starting to lose some support. CNN has been covering, obviously, Clarissa Ward's doing amazing work, but, and, they are reporting on the chaos. They're going to report soon on dead Americans or Americans taken hostage. I mean, they got all that footage of them passing babies over the fence at the airport. 
the images are devastating if you're a, a Biden supporter, because let's be honest, it's on you. If you voted for this guy, it's on you. We knew this. he wasn't up for the job. We knew he never even campaigned. He hid in his basement and let the media do the campaigning for him. We, we saw how overmatched he was, out of his league he was in the debates. That's just nothing surprising here. We knew he was cognitively uh, um, diminished. We knew it, the job was really, really hard and stressful, and we, he wasn't going to be able to handle it. And now it didn't take long. It's only been six, seven months. But now maybe it's worse than we thought because he's making these big, big decisions like let's leave Afghanistan and let leave our people there. And then he's trying to clean up the mess with Steffi, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. But do we have Millie explaining yeah. how he never saw this coming? Tell me the, 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 the million, whatever, the, every serviceman, every Marine, and every person in the military wasn't looking at this and laughing. They know that he knew what was going to happen. They know we have amazing intelligence, and he had the reports in his hand. When this all went down, he knew exactly what's going to happen. You know, what his, you know what his job approval rating is right now, Jerry? Uh, uh, Biden Biden's. or Milley? <laughs> I guess my whole point here is, like, it's just us talking about this. He's got a plus five approval rating in political. This morning, I just checked it. So, like, it's not working. Like, other people are not, like, we have a, two different Americas, Jerry. I mean, of course we do. We have America where people think men can be women and, 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 and fact is not fact is fiction and nonsense. And then we have reality. We're on team reality and half the country is not. So it doesn't matter. All the ridiculousness you see from Biden, none of this matters. None of it matters. They are going to ride this out. It doesn't matter how delusional he gets. It doesn't matter how many of these massive, massive screw ups we get. None of it matters. Well, I think it will. And I think it does. First of all, I think it does more than you think because it just keeps getting worse. And the people in the middle, there's not many, but the whatever, the 10% in the middle. I mean, you got you got a, a guy like Carano. He's not a Trumpkin like you and me. And he's I'm looking at this in amazement at the, 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 the incompetence. And it could get a lot worse. I know I'm repeating myself, but when there are hostages, when there are dead Americans, I think it's going to wake up a lot of people and they're going to say, Man, how did we allow this guy? How did oh, we? How did we, we hand oh, the keys? For hostages? Is that what we want? Was that, what, will that help us? No, I mean it's not going to help us. I, I don't think the. What are you going to have the election all over again? I mean, either he's the president or Kamala Harris is. I don't True. know which is worse. There's no good option until 2024, unfortunately. But if there are 10,000 Americans who've yet to make it to the airport, and there was an amazing report, <clears throat> I forget who had it. I'm just overloaded now. And it was a, it was a uh, email from an American in Kabul, and they said their only option is to wait by the window, by the door, and pick a time and run for it. It is literally like one of these movies like Argo or, or, or The Year of Living Dangerously, as I mentioned yesterday, where they just have to run for it and hope they can get on a plane. And if they don't, they could end up like, you know, the hostages in Iran. Um, um, they could end up being... <laughs> being held for, for years by the Taliban, being held, by, held at gunpoint. By the way, the guns are ours that the Taliban is using. The guns, the weapons, they're ours. Uh, and that is something no president can recover from. Jimmy Carter didn't, couldn't. There was no way. You get, you get hostages on TV, and it's over. Well, I, the, the Biden administration has been giving stern warnings to the Taliban, that's saying true. you have to let our people out. Those stern, stern warnings that carry so much threat behind it now. Yes. Well, well, has anybody asked at these press conferences for the Taliban what their pronouns are? Yeah, no, it's Will a good question. Well, you saw the State Department 
I forget which guy it is. They're all incompetent. That guy, that guy, Jake Sullivan, NSA guy, the National Security Advisor, is incredibly incompetent and and just overwhelmed and nervous and weak. How how these people ascend to that level when they can't even you know answer questions from a friendly media is beyond me. It's embarrassing listening to Jake Sullivan. But I think it was a State Department guy who said, and this kind of went viral. They hope that the Taliban. The government is more inclusive, uh, and I don't think they said diverse, but there's more inclusive and includes women. And I'm going, what? Have you, do you know who you're talking about? They act like they're talking about, you know, some, you know, French, uh, a new president of France or something. And we're talking about the Taliban who cuts hands off of petty thieves and, 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 and stones women for, for, you know, for going outside without a veil, without a hijab. I mean, they're, they're, they're primitive people and they're proud of it. They're not pretending to be anything other than what they are. Well, they're working the media too. So, uh, Suhal Shaheen here was asked like how, you know, what will women's role, we're worried about women's role, um, in Afghanistan when the Americans pull out. And he says, well, women will have a big role, uh, you know, in Afghanistan according going to forward, according to, right. according to this. <laughs> so, oh. so, okay. so the answer is women will have a role as, uh, laid out by Sharia law, according to Sharia law, which means women will have no role in other words, right? <laughs> yes. yeah. They will be home. They can't drive. They can't go to school. They can't work. They can't show their faces. And when they're nine years old, they're going to marry their, uh, some 70 year old guy and be like his 12th wife. That's how it's going to work. And it doesn't matter how inclusive, you know, CNN or, or the Biden administration uh, wants them to be. They are what they are. Did you but, hear the, uh, the woman, um, um, air force pilot, Afghani air, or Afghan, uh, air force pilot who was pleading with the administration to take the women, take the women and, and families out. The, of, the women, of the, they don't even let the women go to the airport. You saw that C-17 had 640 people on it, like 620. Like, who was opening the door? Who was the one letting <laughs> these people on? Like, let, let's let all the able-bodied fighting men get on yeah, this yeah, plane. Get yeah, out. Who? I, 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 I assume it's certainly not an, uh, uh, like a flight attendant from Spirit Airlines <laughs> or even American or Delta, because they would never allow that. You know, they, it, they no. just let them in and they storm the thing. How many of them no are like... I mean, talk about talk about no vetting. What if there are a couple of terrorists on there? I mean, a couple, a couple of jihadists. It's Afghanistan, Jerry. It's like one in ten. <laughs> right. Of course, there's going to be a bunch of terrorists that came over here. Are you kidding me? And you see, these, why wouldn't they? You see these thirty-year-old men with other thirty-year-old men, and you just know there's like a wife or maybe six wives at home and twelve kids, and they just leave them. And we're supposed to be uh, uh, a new husband. We're supposed to open our doors to them and say, "Come on, you helped us." Are we sure? I mean, some helped us, but are we sure they all helped us? Well, to be us? fair, I think that was helped the first day what? chaos. Helped us what? Helped, helped us, us what? interpret things. You know, when we interrogated prisoners or whatever. I don't know. Helped us interpret it. Interpreters worked, worked helped us create your country. Right. Now it's here. Well, it's after yours. we bombed the shit out of their, their country to be yeah, fair. Yeah, but why do we do that? Because they harbored terrorists. Yes, they harbored, no, no, no. But you know, that's, we, at wait, some wait, point. you can't, no, you were on the other side of this we before. And I was, and it, wait, wait, no, no, hold on. Because we, we you and I agreed on this before. Like the idea of going into uh, Afghanistan to take out the terrorist threats so the terrorist camps, I would, I'm, you know, I'm in favor of that, just of like course, you are. Not but not, but not, not invading, me. but not invading the country and taking over the country. So you, you have to have both sides of that. If we're going to destabilize their country, we do what need fixers on the road. Are you? What do you mean? You're in favor of bombing countries? No, I'm no, saying no. That, that's a reasonable. Camps. No, no, that's a reasonable um, show of force. Show if of force. if you know these people attacked 
the towers, then you can go and and uh, and respond accordingly to that. But not just march in and take over the country. That's not. Uh, right. Have you have you played just the this mil- idea that like we have to go in there and take them out because that's where they plotted 9/11 from? As if they can't plot it from Oman or Qatar or some other desert well, out if, there. If Who we know well, where if, they plotted it from? They're gonna, they, the, you know, terrorists are gonna plot. It is what well, it is. Well, if you know, it, bomb your country. Well, so what? I mean, if you know they have a training camp, they you blow it up. I'm not saying you send in ground troops. I'll Why? Say, I'll they'll just say, go to another. They'll build another one. Well, then they'll blow up another one. What are you going to just say? Let, oh, let so them build it. Let them train. Hey, yes. Yes. This. Yes. You, you blow up. You Jerry, my kids yes. in a mask. You, I don't care about bombing these places. My you kids bomb in a mask. Every terrorist training camp, especially the ones where they planned and plotted the attack, the great, the most devastating attack on U.S. soil ever. Yes. And the idea that you stay there for 20 years is stupid, as we now yeah, know. Those terrorist, those terrorist camps, they didn't learn how to get on a Delta flight in a terrorist camp. They Jerry. learned it in Florida. They didn't learn how to do that in <laughs> Afghanistan. They just got on the plane with box cutters and started slitting people's throats. How about we don't let them do that? Problem well, solved. Uh, did you see uh, Muhammad Atta do the monkey bars in that training camp? He was pretty good. He got good at it. He, he got was to pretty do pretty agile. I'll give yeah, him he that. was. For he was. Old, I mean, for like a cat. <laughs> so, uh, Again, I've said it for a thousand times. I'll say it again. The war in Afghanistan should have lasted two months. That's how long it took to blow up all the training camps. We didn't even need anyone on the ground. You could have some of those soldiers, you know, on horseback like that that movie with one of those Chris, I think Chris Hemsworth or Chris something. Uh, you know, one of those kind of deals. You send in some guys undercover on horseback to make sure we get all the camps. Then you get out and you track bin Laden, who wasn't in Afghanistan, who was in Pakistan. You track him to the gates of hell and you kill him. You kill anyone around him uh you know who should be the leader of the joint chiefs robert o'neill uh these guys who actually fought johnny joey jones these guys the Marines, these the navy the seals these guys who were on the ground dealing with the afghan army dealing you know with all the the, the issues they had on the i mean you think mark milley is yeah, someone said yesterday it was great in the middle of the press conference they, they wanted someone to raise up their hand in the middle of milley's press conference to say hey general could you do five push-ups right now? You know, could, you fat slob. Where are you going at lunch today? The palm? Why not? Like, I mean, okay, so it, they're I just such hacks. Gary. Anyway, can we play? Like, did you play Millie yet just, or not? Why no, America? Play why, why are they going to come to America? Why can't we just drop them off in Kenya? They can get jobs, work in safaris or something. I, like, there's a million and one countries you can drop these people off in. Why is it always America? Why, why not Pakistan? They would fit in much better. I mean, much be. easier to assimilate. And then you don't have to fly them 8,000 miles. But no... Is, as always, the Democrats see potential future Democrat voters. That's why they're going to be all coming here. Uh, but uh, have they heard about these people's stances on abortion, Jerry? I, I don't think it's in the bag that much. Uh, women's rights? Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> you know, trans, transgender <laughs> I rights? I don't know if they can count on that. How about transgender rights? Do you think they? Uh, anyway, let's let's Here's listen it, to dude. Mark Milley lie to the world, and then we're going to move. Yeah, on. I'm a homo ata he him. <laughs> <laughs> The time frame of a rapid collapse, that was widely estimated and ranged from weeks to months and even years following our departure. There was nothing that I or anyone else saw that indicated a collapse of this army and this government in 11 days. Central Command submitted a variety of plans that were briefed and approved by the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the Secretary of Defense, and the President. These plans are coordinated, synchronized, and rehearsed to deal with these various scenarios. One of those contingencies is what we are executing right now. As I said before, 
There's plenty of time to do AERs and key lessons learned and to delve into these questions with great detail. But right now is not that time. Right, right now, we have Ever to focus on this mission because we have soldiers at risk. Okay. Someone, we also have American citizens. Someone has to be fired. They just have to be fired. It's amazing. The biggest disaster, the biggest debacle in U.S. history, foreign policy disaster. And this guy stands up there like, yeah, no one saw it come. What can you do? What can you do? Let's move on. A guy, by the way, who admitted, you know, he's busy reading uh, Ibrahim Kendi and Robin DiAngelo and, and rooting out domestic terrorists from the military, checking their tattoos to make sure we don't have any three percenters in our ranks while, while, while the Taliban was busy taking over the country and defeating the, the, the fact he admitted it right there is the fact that he says he didn't see this comping. That's the fireable offense that you right, didn't because it's it a lie. Well, yeah, either way, either you're lying or you're well, coming. If you didn't see it coming, yeah. then you're not good at your job. <laughs> right. so and we'll if find, you did see we'll it coming, you're lying. We'll see it coming. All right. Hopefully that fat load gets gets fired. That's what I'd like to see. But anyway, I, I get to, I get so worked up. It's just going to happen. Is this you just, do. You know, it was four days ago. When are we going to just get over it? Stop just, asking me that one it was time. Five days ago now, which is the most amazing thing that when he said that, it was only two days ago. All right. God, is that nuts? But anyway, I got to do some uh, do some business here. I want to do Shay and do whatever else we got to do, and then yep. we're going to move on. I got a lot to get to. We got to talk about Turtle Boy's big scoop from uh, was that two days ago? Two days ago, Turtle Boy had a great, great, a, a great uh, scoop, but so much else to get to. But first, let me talk about Shea. Did you know that Shea Concrete is the largest manufacturer of recon retaining wall systems in North America? Well, you do now. In fact, in 2020, Shea set a new company record when they man manufactured 178,000 square feet of retaining wall. This is a testament to Shea's legendary teamwork from engineering to manufacturing to dispatch and delivery. As the guys at Shea like to say, teamwork makes the teamwork. They do. I've seen I've been around them when they say that. Shea Concrete's high-performing precast concrete retaining walls stand up to New England's active climate and come in a wide variety of shapes, designs, and textures to meet your retaining wall needs. So whether you need a residential, a commercial, or an industrial application, Shea has a dedicated team that will assist you with conceptual design, site walks, and installation. Let Shea show you the way. Call Shea Concrete at 800-696-SHEA. That's 800-696-SHEA. Or just log on to SheaConcrete.com. Sleeper is a modern fantasy experience designed to connect people over sports with its integrated chat and sleek interface. Sleeper users talk more to their league mates, and their leagues simply feel the difference. Sleeper is free with zero ads. That's the best part. It's a genuinely premium experience. Sleeper offers fantasy NFL, NBA, and even LCS League of Legends. And it gives you total control over your fantasy draft and your season. Redraft, Dynasty, Best Ball, Sleeper is made to play fantasy sports your way. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform with millions of users built almost entirely on word of mouth. Co-founded by two childhood best friends who used to send trading cards via snail mail after their families moved to opposite coasts. They eventually discovered fantasy sports and it became the glue of their friendship. Sleeper is the app they wished they had growing up and they continue to use it to deepen friendships and keep people connected. Available at the App Store, Google Play, or on your desktop. Go to the App Store and download the Sleeper app and start playing today.
And I know this isn't a, a big story in the world, but I have to go revisit Jack Morris. Because you and I, Carano and I talked about Jack Morris and why I hate him yesterday. He, I, I predicted this one, obviously. He's suspended indefinitely. He'll be fired. He has to go to sensitivity training. I mean, there's probably some group, some organization of Asian and whatever activists who are demanding his head on a stick, and they're probably going to get it. But if you missed it, did you even hear this, Turtle Boy, hear the sound of what Jack Morris said? I listened to about 45 minutes of your pod yesterday, Jerry, so I must have missed this part. I don't yeah, – your obsession with Jack Morris is interesting. Uh, Go ahead. Okay, Jack Morris, former you know, Hall of Fame pitcher, former Tiger, former twin. Didn't Indian. he make the Hall of Fame? Didn't he miss it on the last ballot? Isn't no, I he think the guy? Did he I make think, it? I think he got in. Borderline. Shouldn't have got in, but he got in and he's just yeah. a total a-hole but this is what gets you fired now it's remarkable we are we are soft i mean we're just soft if this is and and in a number of sports writers i saw a story that demanded he get fired for this but listen to this and tell me that there's anybody actually offended go ahead now what do you do with shohei otani be very better careful that is it. Be Betty Betty careful is what he says. It's stupid. It's juvenile. It's ignorant. And I guess him getting suspended or fired uh, is okay because he's an idiot. And, you know, you should know better. But it's just, I, I, I know the, the rules are written somewhere, but and this violates a rule. You can't do a satirical imitation of an Asian person. You can do a Irish voice. You can do a British voice. You can do a Russian voice. You can do a southern voice. You could have the dumb red. I don't know if you can do a Russian voice. I don't know if you can do a Russian voice. Oh, yes, you can. You can, uh, uh, I mean, I couldn't, but if you did uh, the whatever, the what's the uh, guy that Rocky fights, you know, uh, Drago. Drago. You can imitate Drago. Ivan Drago, I break you. I just did it. How's that? Am I going to get in trouble? No, you're fine. I, I shall break, I shall kill you. That's, no, Russian is fine. Uh, Russian's fine. You can Poor do a dumb Russian. southern Poor redneck voice, of course, and that's okay, but if you do a Asian voice, your career is over. You could do a French voice like Pepe Le Pew, but you can't do an Asian voice for two seconds. And again, I hate this guy but so much. What was he thinking though? Like you, you, what are you right. doing? He's not, he's an idiot and he wasn't thinking and he had to come on later and apologize. Wasn't good enough. Of course he's, he's suspended and he'll be fired because he's really not that valuable. He's not that important, but, uh, it is a weird, you know, uh, dichotomy or a weird, uh, 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 difference here. We got some voices you can do and some you can't. And Jack, Jack Morris, you know, being on air should have known better, obviously. But do you think anyone's actually offended by that? No, I can't imagine. Oh no, definitely not. No, definitely not. But, but I'm just more offended that he's so stupid that he thought that right. like, like you can get away with that on the Turtle Boy live show on Saturday night. <laughs> but you're doing a baseball game. Like kids are listening. What's what's wrong with you? I, but, <laughs> you, you should know better. So for that. He's going to pay with his job. And he's the type, he's like Don Cherry. When they fire him, he'll go off. He'll say, he'll, he'll just, he'll go off. And if he ever, you know, gets on whatever, a podcast or gets online uh, on Twitter or something, he'll, he'll say a lot more stupid things. Just watch. He's, he's that kind of idiot. But all right, let's, uh, we got, we got more sports news, by the way. Oh, right. Max Kellerman, we spent years beating up on Max Kellerman. We used to call him Cliff Kellerman because, you know, Tom Brady, he predicted, was going to fall off a cliff and be a bum. That was three Super Bowl. I think it was four years and three Super Bowls ago. Uh, no one has ever been more wrong, except, you know, maybe General Milley. No one's ever been more wrong than Max Kellerman saying, not and, and he didn't just say Brady was going to lose it and get old and, you know, lose his. He said he's going to be a bum in short order. 
Well, Max Kellerman well, is out, reportedly. Uh, our guy Bobby Burke has an interesting story on this. Because you know why, Max? I think that show's doing well. I think the ratings are good with Stephen A. and Max Kellerman. A couple of liberals talking about how racist everything is. It's probably the only thing that draws right. ratings That's, on That's, you that, know, what channel. ESPN wants. That's what their bosses want. He's a, he's a good, hardcore liberal that... Uh, you know, anybody that even thought about supporting, you know, Trump, he hated, he hated the Boses, you know, he hated anybody who didn't hate Trump, <clears throat> which is what you're required to do at ESPN, but he's out. And I don't know if you guys read the reason why, because Stephen A hates him. <laughs> Stephen A hates him. And Bobby Burke has a great piece on how Stephen A just fakes it and pretends that he likes Kellerman, but behind the scenes, everyone knows he hates him. And he's been working to get his ass to shove his ass out. And he finally succeeded and they're talking about having a rotating cast of, you know, woke people. They'll be, uh, I guess you can't have Maria Taylor, but there'll be all these. What young... do you hate about him? What do you hate about him? I, mean, I don't know. Max Kellerman said all the right things for a white guy. All of the right. Things. Right. Well, I don't know. It's got to be personal because he likes, he liked Skip Bayless. In fact, he would would have liked to have had him back. But Bayless, I think, re-upped at like $7 million a year yeah. at Fox, which is incredible. Uh, Skip Bayless making $7 million a year. But uh, I think Patriots fans will revel in the the downfall of Max Kellerman, who didn't last as long as Tom Brady, which is remarkable, who predicted Brady would be a bum in short order. All right, we got more sports news here. The Redskins have to come up with a new name, guys. The Redskins are still the WFTs. This is, and and I think if you have to give up your name, which is, you know, kind of stupid, they could have kept the, the uh, whatever, the, the Redskins. Let's not forget why they did this. This is all for George. Oh, right. This it's is for, for George. the uh, George, the St. George of Fentanyl. The, uh, this is for yeah, George Floyd. The of Fentanyl. And, but to me, you use it. If you're going to have the force you to change your name, you come up with a good marketing gig. You come up with some new names, some new uh, apparel and, uh, you know, new garb and you sell it and you make money. I thought that's what, uh, uh, Dan I really thought, I said this off the air, this is not a joke, Jerry. I really thought the plan here with the whole Washington football team for a year, I thought he, Snyder was just waiting out the woke mob and then he was going to go right back to being the Redskins. I really thought that was the plan. I, I thought that was, I applaud him for that if it was the plan. Uh, now that Derek Chauvin's been convicted, the slate should be clean. They should be allowed to go back to Redskins. He should do it. Screw him. It's his team. I, I, thought, he, I thought he would do something, you know, slightly rebellious. But here's the finalists. They're going to will this down to three, and they're going to milk it as they should. But tell me any of these are any good. The, the Washington Redskins, will so, uh, WFTs, will soon be one of the following. The Armada, the Brigade, the Commanders, the Defenders, the Presidents, the Red Hogs, the Red Wolves, or the WFTs. Red Those, Dogs. I, I think Red Wolves. Like Redskins. I think, Go to Red I, I thought they would continue with Red something because it's just easier for marketing, but I thought it'd be Red Hawks. Red Wolves, is there such a thing as a Red Wolf? Don't know. There red, is now. Is there such a thing as a Red Hog? Or is it just... It's, <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I say Go for Red Hog. I like that because it kind of sounds... The Red you, Hog? You visualize it. Red I thought you said Hog. Yeah, like a Red Hog. A Hog. That's ridiculous. And the hawks, a red hawk? It's yeah, hawk? a red hawk would be great, but it's oh, hog. Oh, I like hog. You like, like hogs hog. just because they're of the course, hogs? Yeah. You know what? That would be the cute. Red hogs, yeah. But red only, hogs. I mean, these Plain nine names one. suck. They're not as bad as the uh, 
Guardians, the Cleveland Guardians. That's bad. The Swamp but, Rats, the Washington right. Swamp Rats. That would, would be, be good. Best. Something there should be something like that. The, like the Banana Slugs, the Santa Barbara, the Santa Barbara Banana Slugs. You could be real creative. Instead, Defenders, Commanders, Brigade. Those names all suck. And I guess the name will suck, but at least they'll have a name. You don't have to call them the WFTs anymore, and everyone will be happy. Uh, not the Native Americans who didn't mind the nickname. You know, ninety percent of them didn't. Don't are not offended and are not demanding these teams change their names. But at least we can get past the Redskins, and then they'll move on to the Chiefs and the Warriors and the Braves, and get all those other offensive nicknames uh, uh, taken down or or canceled. But uh, oh man, we got so much more to get to. Um, Yankees has to go eventually too. Yankees, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a little bit too colonial. As I pointed no. out, I pointed out when the Cleveland Indians became the Guardians, I said the dumbest nickname in sports, and immediately someone uh, tweeted at me and said, "You realize that your local baseball team is named after socks, right?" And, it's spelled wrong. Good point. They named after socks. Well, it used to be Red Legs, wasn't it? Red, red, yeah, and they were in and Washington. They yeah, they were in Washington. Yeah. The Red Legs, and which is dumb too. But now they're oh, was the Red. What were the Reds? Weren't they the Red Legs? I thought the Red Sox were. Uh, I could be wrong. Whatever. They're all dumb, but whatever. At least they're. Uh, least they, stupid at, at least you got some tradition. All right. Um, do you want to want to do Naomi Osaka or you want to do Turtle Boy? I know what he's going to go for. <laughs> Naomi Osaka sucks. We discussed it. There she is. Um, She's fragile. All right, quickly before we get to Turtle Boy, yeah, no, Naomi Osaka. Naomi. Osaka break broke down crying because a guy asked a perfectly appropriate question and his uh and her agent attacked the reporter who was like, What? I just asked the question. She can't handle she's like Joe Biden. She can't handle a question that if it's not uh, even if it's friendly, she can't handle it. But apparently, uh, you know, she her her anxiety around the media is legit. <laughs> At least it looked legit. It's amazing that she could be a really clutch tennis player and not be able to handle the pressure of a couple of media questions. But let's do the Joy Reid thing quickly because uh, it, it ties in, a, you know, Turtle Boy's crusade against masks and against the uh, against the um, COVID panic, which is out of control. As we talked about yesterday, you know, they're arresting people and putting them in, uh, you know, in in prisons in Australia for Intern, test- internment internment camps, and in New Zealand they shut down the island of five million people for one case, not one death, one case nobody's dying so these tyrants they're happy to do it there too they are happy Read to dimensions do dimensions on that and, and, they, that's their thing they are zero covid and it's an island with no immigration so they have they have the ability to be like zero covid if one case gets there they could be like we can literally just eliminate this by taking shutting you down making sure that one guy doesn't have it and then problem solved why don't they just do like dawn of the dead or, or, or uh, the walking dead and just kill him i think you know guy gets diseased it's like a zombie they just shoot him with a shotgun and, and be done that with escalated it. quickly you know to say hey That's we don't have, look now we have no cases well i never thought it would get this far i mean uh, but, but, but the big, the big story in the next few days, next couple of weeks is going to be New York City, where uh, people who uh, don't have their papers will not be allowed to do anything. They'll not be allowed to eat. You can't go in a grocery store or a restaurant. They will have to exist on hot dog stands in Central Park. And most, many of them are, are African-Americans or Hispanics. So we have 
a a racist system in New York that is denying hey kids. What about kids? Nine year olds can't go out in New York anymore. I'm sure they're not required to show their papers. I mean, you can't get a vaccine if you're nine. They don't so. have papers. Well, they will if they get vaccinated. They get a paper, but now they won't. Well, there is no vaccine for nine year olds. Okay, so they could go to. What do you think the answer to that is, Turtle Boy? Obviously, I don't know. It's just like so. So they can't spread it. So like, what are they trying to stop here? Are they admitting that kids can't spread COVID? Is that what they're okay, admitting? This, okay, this has nothing to do with kids. This is adults who are not being allowed in grocery stores or restaurants without their papers. I'm sure if adult has a vaccine card, he could bring his nine-year-old son or daughter with him. No problem. It's not about children. It's about de Blasio denying people the right to live their lives if they don't get this experimental injection you can't go to new york city turtle boy because if you do you won't be able to eat think of that no i was just there a couple weeks ago too it, it, that's a damn oh just bring your fake id jerry i'm, I'm making fake vaccine cards i don't care <laughs> clip this fbi do what you want it's really easy someone sent me a pdf literally have you have you seen the vaccine cards they don't even require a signature you just write in the brand the date your name, it's not like they know the, what the handwriting of the woman at Walgreens looks like or that gave you the freaking vac. I mean, I'm in New York a couple weeks ago, went to the Met some museum. They're giving out vaccines in the museum. Like, like they know what the handwriting looks like of every person who gives out a vaccine. You know, I got fake IDs. Call me if you need one. You know why I think you can get away with that is because the restaurants and the bars and, the, and, you know, pizza shops and coffee shops, they don't want to do this. They're being forced by this buffoon de Blasio to do it. So they're not going to put their best effort into checking no, uh, exactly. ID, uh, vaccine IDs, vaccine passports. I mean, some might, there might be some fanatics, but I think for the most part, they're just going to give it a glance and say, you're good. Uh, and then, but there will be people arrested. There's been a few uh, already arrested for fake vaccine cards. And you know how that works. They're going to be like January 6th insurrectionists. These are, Enemies of the state. The Biden regime is going to come down hard. And the blue state tyrants, de Blasio and Whitmer and Baker, they're going to come down hard on fake vaccine IDs. So be ready, Turtle Boy. You could end up, you know, in that oh, D.C. Shit. You could end up in that D.C. prison singing the national anthem Jerry, every the night. The police showed up at my house the other day with another restraining order. Oh, it's my right. life. Bring it on. <laughs> Which is amazing. I right, quickly play Joy Reid. Here's the media. All you need to know about the media's reaction to to COVID, a, the breaking news that that Governor Abbott in Texas tested positive. Governor Abbott, who's been vaccinated, who's done all the things he's supposed to do, he gets COVID. He'll probably be fine because he's been vaccinated. But check out Joy Reid's reaction to the news that how uh, Abbott tested positive. All right, and still ahead, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has tested positive for COVID. Ta-da! She says, ta-da, <laughs> because a Republican tested positive for COVID. Imagine how happy she's going to be if he dies. I mean, he's got issues. He's paralyzed in a wheelchair. He could suffer. He could have some real rea bad reaction, and she'll be thrilled. She'll be giddy. That's, that's the quiet part out loud for the Democrats and the media. Ta-da. Ta-da. <laughs> What? Ta-da! Abracadabra! She's so happy. He's and that's not even if to say that when someone gets like when somebody a smoker gets lung cancer. Ta-da! I told you. 
Well, what, what's she going to do if DeSantis ever tests positive? Oh, my God. There'll, <laughs> there'll be, like, confetti falling from the ceiling, <laughs> and they'll have noisemakers and party hats at MSNBC. Yes, DeSantis has got COVID. Well, the same thing when Trump got it. And it's like, and literally every time one of our people gets COVID, it proves our point for them when these, like, out-of-shape, wheelchair-bound guys get COVID, and they're fine. And it right. just kind of proves, what the hell are we hiding from? Stop it. This is COVID. Uh, I'm scared I, of COVID. What's wrong with you? Do you have, did you say you haven't plans to speak to an, at another school board meeting? I spoke last night, Jerry. We are fomenting. So they attempted not to let us speak last night Ooh. and I, we would not let it stand. They said, well, you could have one speaker because you're all going to talk about the same thing. I said, no, 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 no. This person's talking about choice. I'm talking about totalitarianism. We're all talking about different aspects of you tyrants. They tried to silence us and we wouldn't be silenced. We all spoke. I gave my whole speech. One of the members, Jerry, I'm going to write about this today. One of the members actually said that she didn't feel comfortable voting on this because she was scared of the crowd. And so I said, I got up there, look at, we don't bite. I know you think we're all disease infested parasites, but we're, we live in your community too. When I had a bite chair, we just don't want our kids to be abused. Stop abusing our kids. I Matt Walsh got a lot of mileage out of his uh, appearance in Nashville, as did Clay Travis. I don't think you're getting enough credit for this, Turtle Boy. You're leading the resistance in a deep blue state. It's easy to do in Nashville. And it's working. We might win this, Jerry. The superintendent didn't have a mask on. If we win this, this will be one of my greatest victories. Time. Did you notice, did the school board members do it for theater again? Did they walk in without they a did. mask and then put it on? But I, they, that woman's comment made it pretty clear that they are going to defer to the superintendent and he was not wearing a mask and that was positive. If we scared them into not voting, then I have done my job, Jerry. And But, but I mean, this is not a lot of what you do is just for show, let's be honest. This is real, man. you got a six-year-old that you're trying to keep... You know, allow to allow her to breathe. That's your goal. You want your child to breathe. I yes. know. You know that's that's asking a lot. You want your child to breathe on a fir at a first day of school. This is worth fighting for. This is worth absolutely. I mean, if not this, then whatever. And it's happening across the country. Like you said, Clay Travis, Matt Walsh. It's happening. I'm. I might do this for hire. I was invited to speak at one in Bill Ricca soon. I might just start traveling around, wow. yelling at people's school committees. That might be my thing. I, I tweeted this, retweeted this this morning. It's an amazing story of a uh, two-year-old girl. Oh, it, yeah, it's a girl on a, on a flight. Can't even tell if it's a girl or boy. Um, uh, two-year-old girl uh, on a uh, Southwest Airlines flight, and she wouldn't put the mask on because she had to suck her thumb, which, I, you know, I understand. I do that, too, on a flight when you get a little nervous. Um, and the flight attendant told the mother to just glue the mask to her face. <laughs> And it went, and, and you know, the, obviously the mother didn't uh, uh, didn't hold back. She went nuts, uh, ripping Southwest Airlines. But check this out: the flight attendant says, either glue the mask to her face or cut a little hole in it for her thumb. <laughs> Is there a better example or a more theater. proof that you know that, that it's just theater? First of all, can you believe that in America this is so? I can't believe this is America. We're ordering two-year-olds to cover their mouth and nose. For for theater, I mean, no one believes the two-year-old is going to pass some virus on to anybody. No one believes the two-year-old is a threat to kill the person in the next seat. It's everyone knows it's there's no point in this other than to force people to submit, submit and comply. And I'm not saying the flight attendant is getting off on this kind of control. The person who's ordering the flight attendant to do it is whether it's a government official or an airline official. 
The idea that in in America, we're kicking people off flights if they don't force their two-year-old to obstruct, you know, their breathing is so insane. How do we, how do we get to this point, Turtle Boy, when you're like a rebel because you want your six-year-old to breathe and these absolute fools, these, 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 uh, these, they're these lemmings. Members, Jerry. They're following, they're doing, it's really simple. It's Fauci. They're all just do. This is a big game of Fauci says, Fauci Simon says, he tells them to do something and they do it. They, they literally are worshiping a God. He has told them to mask. They're going to mask. He says, mask the kids. They're going to mask the kids. I mean, and we talked, about, we talked about last week, that woman in Nebraska or Oklahoma school board member who said, you don't have a right to murder other children talking about an eight-year-old kid who wants to go to school without a mask. So this woman, and we've said this many times, wants children to believe that if they don't mask up, they could murder their friend. It's the worst kind of child abuse. Oh, I shouldn't say the worst. It is child abuse, as you've said, as, as Matt Walsh has said, to scare kids to the point where they think if they don't obstruct their own breathing, they might kill their best friend at the de- the next in, on the bus. How do we allow adults to do that kind of abuse, uh, uh, inflict that kind of abuse on kids. Things have been too good too long here. People are fat and happy living off the dole of the government, so Where's they're just that? letting it happen. And, and, and think- That's what it comes down to, man. It's just people are just, we have, we, we need a good plague. We need like a big war. <laughs> something, a, a famine <laughs> to like toughen us up. What a, what a soft society this is, hiding from a virus. So you say, free. you tell a child that if she doesn't obstruct her, wrap her face in cloth, she might kill her friend, an eight-year-old who's impressionable, who's going to believe you if you're a grown-up. You could murder your friend. So you're totally d- d- warping this child's mind, and you're the one that is protected by big tech. So if you disagree with that lunatic who says that, you could get deplatformed. If you agree Definitely. with her and say, yes, two-year-olds, you should glue the mask to the two-year-old's face, you're, you're good with Jack Dorsey. But cut a hole in it. It's, it's, <laughs> people are insane. Well, maybe the... I, <laughs> Maybe she was kidding. I don't know. Cut a hole in it. Which, to me, good. Cut a hole in it. Make the kid happy. We know that doesn't have anything to do with health, public health. It's, it's just amazing to me. I think we're going to remember this forever, how we have lied and, 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 and warped the minds of children into thinking that they could kill their friends when we know that it doesn't affect children. We know children don't get it, don't give it. It, doesn't, it means, here's a, here's a scary thought, Turtle Boy. What if the next virus that's created in a lab in China, financed, uh, subsidized by Dr. Fauci, kills children, but not old oh. people. What if it oh, kills- Or spreads, what if it spreads nine feet <laughs> then more, instead of just six? I mean, there's a lot of what ifs here. Meant- it, you're right. This is like the softest virus right. ever, and we're all hiding from it. What if like a slightly more serious one comes along? And what if it actually like does affect children? Right now, we have scared the hell out of kids. Uh, because of a virus that doesn't affect them. What are we going to do to kids if there's a virus that does affect them? We're just going to, it's going to be in madness. We're going to have like, you, you said it, internment camps. We're going to people test positive. We're going to put them in bubbles and, and, and put them on islands. And it's just going to be madness. I can't believe how we've reacted to a virus. We need fat camps, Jerry. That's what we need. There's right. a reason that Japan has a much lower fatality rate with this because they got less fat people. If we really care about our citizens. We will just do that. I means it's it's time for fat camp. Well, I it think is. I think we're going to be remember this as a, uh, in reaction to a virus that affects fat people, obese people. We closed the gyms and made sure McDonald's and Burger King stayed open. That was our Basically. reaction from our, 
Right. And that sums it up right there. But you can check out Turtle Boy's blog on uh, his fight. He is, uh, he is William Wallace. He's leading the, 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 the revolution against masking children. I know Matt Walsh is getting all the credit and getting all the likes from. He from, doesn't have kids in public school. He's not in point. the fight like I am. Good point. And he didn't give you any credit when you had that big scoop that uh, we talked about last week. But uh, you could check him out at TB Daily News. There were a couple of good blogs this week, a couple of great stories. So uh, read Turtle Boy, follow him on Twitter. We will uh, talk to you next week. Before TV. we go, though, before we go, call out. We're looking for uh, studio space along the. What, uh, is, what does he care about that? Well, not Turtle Boy. Okay, we we can talking. We can, we can talk. We can say bye to Turtle Boy, and then you oh, and I'm I can sorry. discuss. This is my studio. I, I this is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I guess we're kicking him out. <laughs> all right, all right, Turtle Man. Thanks. Good job. Thanks for having right. me, guys. All right, what did you want to say? I thought we were signing off. That's why I cut I, in like I, that. I, I, I don't. I always say something like "thank you," "thank the people for watching, listening." Don't I don't always... know your patterns yet. I'm still working this out. Right, what would you like to say? I just wanted. To, so you and I talked about. So we're looking for studio space somewhere, either in Boston or um, you know, north on the 95 quarter, maybe like Peabody. Maybe like Somerville and Somerville, uh, sure. Uh, you know, or uh, somewhere iconic. So it can be. I mean, it doesn't need to be huge. Um, we talked about. You know, if it was a potential advertiser too, if you have a company and you have extra space in there, a room, maybe 300 square feet where we can have, uh, you know, our setup in there and a desk in there. Um, maybe there's some sort of trade that we could work out as well. We had, but, we had a great setup pre-COVID at the Legacy Club, as yeah. I've told you, but um, we would have to set up there. <clears throat> we'd have to, we had to set up every day, Cullen and I did, every morning and then take it all down because we were at the bar and the bar was used uh, and, and so we need a place we can set up and leave it set up. Yeah. That's, uh, what you're trying to say. Yeah. I want it to look good. Want it to sound good. So that means a space that, you know, we can set up and keep it there and you know, nothing changes from a day to day and it's not your basement. All right. Anything else you, uh, still looking for an intern uh, anything else you want to mention? No, found a couple, I think, um, who will begin next week. All right, good. Looking forward to it. And uh, they, we're going to actually meet them and hang out with them, or are eh. they just going <laughs> to work? They're going to work remotely like everyone yes, else. I don't know. All right, we'll, we'll figure it see. out. All right, we, uh, we got we to wrap this up, Carano. Thank you to everybody for watching and listening. It's Thursday, so I like to mention you could go to Apple, uh, Apple, and you could give us a review. You could give us a five-star review. Five stars. You can't ask for a review unless it's five stars. It you, know, five you can make it four and a half if you want, but whatever. Give us. You could write a review. Give us a rating. Tell us what you think. Make fun of Carano. Give us some suggestions. You could do all that on Apple, or you could, you know, do it on the on the comments, which I can't read. Well, we'll get. I mean, when we have a studio set up, I'll be able you're to. Gonna, get you you're going to be able to uh, pull out a couple of comments, and we'll be able to read them. Correct. Yes, absolutely. Well, you'll be able to see them too. Yeah. Excellent. Of course, I look forward of course, to that. Of course. But uh, we will uh, work on that for next week, and we're working on a really, really good guest that I'm looking forward to. Hopefully, uh, start of early next week. All right. That will do it for today. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we will talk to you again very soon. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast. Pluto TV is playing the biggest movies every night this summer for free. Watch hit movies like The Matrix, G.I. Joe Retaliation, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Scary Movie, Runaway Bride, and more all summer long. Check out the biggest stars like The Rock, Keanu Reeves, Tom Cruise, Julia Roberts, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and more. 
Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of free TV channels in English and Spanish featuring TV shows, news, sports, comedy, and more, all for free. Download the free Pluto TV app on your favorite streaming device, including Android and Apple smartphones. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free. Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. Angie still has the same top pros and reviews you've counted on for more than 20 years. Only now, you'll also get access to all the tools you need to make your home a happy place. Inside, outside, big or small, Angie helps you find the right solution for whatever you need done all from your phone. It's simple to find upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. You can even search pricing guides to see what others paid for similar jobs and easily compare quotes from top local pros to make sure you're getting a fair price. From lawn care to repairing the AC to the project of your dreams, Angie has your home projects handled from start to finish. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, they'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with their happiness guarantee. Make your home an Angie home. Check out Angie.com today. And for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot htm. And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, make sure... Jim. Ooh, yes. This tastes like the best Coke ever to me. We're on the air. I need to try it first. Con cero azúcar y ahora mucho más rica. ¿Será que la nueva Coca-Cola Zero Sugar es la mejor de todas? Descúbrela. Descúbrela. 